This is Reset. I'm Michael Puente in for Sasha Ann Simons. Winter doesn't just affect your mood, it impacts your plants too. That's right, it's not your fault your pultose is looking a little droopy. Sometimes house plants need to switch it up their routines during the colder months, just like people. So how to keep your how do you keep your foliage healthy until spring? We've got some pointers for you, whether you have a green thumb or struggling to keep anything alive, just like me. Joining us is Jessica Gardner. She's a greenhouse manager at Platt Hill Nursery in Carpentersville, Illinois. Jessica, welcome to Reset. Hi, how are you? Good, good. First of all, I have to say your last name is perfect for your job. Hey, you know, I've been a gardener all my life. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Jessica, can you give us some background on how winter affects houseplants? Yeah, so, you know, with the changing in the seasons, especially in Chicago land, there's a lot of changing in light, humidity, temperature, all of that good fun stuff that the plants really rely on. Um, especially for plants, you know, we have a lot more cloudy days than we do sunny days in the wintertime, so they're getting less light. You turn the heat up every time they get so frigid cold that the humidity drops in our homes, and the plants just really, really don't like that at all. Uh, so kind of some different things that you can do to combat that, you know, adding any sort of humidifiers can sometimes be expensive. I like to use those little oil diffusers because they're super cheap and you can put them anywhere. Or like little humidity trays, just to give your mm-hmm. plants a little push till spring. Right. What are some of the tips for getting plants more light? Um, so my personal favorite, um, I love to use little plant lights. Um, they have really, you know, advanced in technology lately that you can even just get plant lights that screw into normal light fixtures. You don't have to get those huge, ugly industrial grow lights and glowing purple or anything like that. Um, and it's very easy to kind of just give the plants a little bit more light using something like that. If you don't necessarily have a, a huge south or west facing window or you live in a, a smaller window apartment or something like that, the grow lights really, really help. I mean, would you recommend moving all of your house plants closer to the window? You know, it's kind of a, a 50-50. If you move everything to closer to the window, um, sometimes the, the cold temperature from our not-so-well insulated windows can be right there. So while they are getting a little bit more light, the sun is generally lower in the horizon and comes in straight through the windows, whereas in the summer it's a little bit more over our houses. Um, So moving it towards the window isn't always necessary and can sometimes add a little bit more damage and frost damage to the the tips of the leaves. You know, some folks put plants in their bathroom during the winter. Do you recommend this strategy? Yeah, you can have plants in your bathroom at any point in the year, Um, as long as you have a bathroom that has either a skylight or some sort of window. Um, A bathroom, just like any other room, you know, it does need some light, and they love the humidity from, you know, running faucets, really hot showers, things like that. The humidity is a huge, huge help for these plants. Do you name your plants? I do. (laughs) A lot of them are named Robert plants, so, Oh, there you go. Perfect. Well, Jessica, when is a good time to repot plants? Um, ideally, I like to say um, repotting any time that a plant is thriving. Um, sometimes that's during the spring, summer, sometimes even during the winter. Um, but generally, the winter can be a little stressful on the plants. So while there is a kind of folklore of never repot your plants in the winter, it's more so just don't repot, repot your plants when they're having a hard time. Um, it's a really stressful process for them and messing up their roots when they're already having a hard time just kind of does a, does a bad job for them. <laughs> what about adding fertilizers? Is that something you need to do? Um, it's not always required. 
Um, when plants are doing most of their growing from spring to fall is ideal, especially house plants. Um, when they're not really doing an awful lot of growing during the wintertime, you don't want to add too much fertilizer. Kind of like, you know, they're taking a little bit of a rest. It's like drinking a cup of coffee before going to bed. It just doesn't work for them. So a little bit of a diluted fertilizer from spring to fall is ideal, but generally not for the winter time. I've heard overwatering can be a big problem. How do you check to see if plants if it's time to add water? So my biggest uh, recommendation is really staying away from schedules. You know, don't water your plants just because it's Monday. Some of the plants are, you know, their soils can dry up faster. They're drinking more water than others. Kind of just maybe check your plants once a week. Um, but water whenever the soil is completely dry and then fully saturate the soil when it is time to water. Um, ideally, letting that water, you know, come out through a drainage hole or something like that. But sealing the soil, actually sealing the dirt, um, seeing if the pot is really lightweight or something as simple as sticking a dry pencil in or a chopstick or a kebab into the soil. And if you pull it back out and the, so the stick is wet or a really dark color, means there's still moisture in the pot and don't water it. If it comes up nice and dry, then go ahead and give it a good soaking. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, this is Michael Puente, and that's Jessica Gardner, Greenhouse Manager at Platte Hill Nursery. We're talking about strategies for keeping plants healthy during the winter months. Now, Jessica, some people have a hard time keeping plants alive in any season. Do you have any suggestions for some unkillable foliage? Yeah, definitely. Um, for the people that struggle with some of the plants, it's generally two categories. Um, there's even there's the person who kind of neglects their plants a little bit, kind of running around a little too busy to take care of the plants in the house. Um, and those are things like ZZ plants and snake plants. They thrive on neglect. Um, they can tolerate, you know, a little bit more being put back into a corner. Um, the second category are the people that overlove their plants. You know, they want to water them every time they look at them. They want to water them several times a week. Um, things like that are pea sillies, pothos, calatheas, things that can really tolerate that, that extra water. For folks with outdoor spaces, when is a good time to replant or move houseplants outside? A general rule of thumb is you can move your plants outside when nighttime temperatures are consistently above 55 degrees. Um, you can also start to transition them outside on nice days, but then bringing them in at night so they can get used to that difference in environment being outside. But 55 is kind of our key temperature, key minimum temperature. I want to get your opinion on which are the best plants for homes with either really low light or high light. Which are your favorites? So same thing with the really low light. Um, ZZ plants and snake plants, they can tolerate the lower light. They don't necessarily thrive in lower light. Uh, but they can tolerate it. As far as the higher light, um, things like croton um, and any sort of philodendron and monstera that like that bright, bright, good sunshine, those are probably my favorites. You know, Jessica, it seems like recently gardening and caring for plants has really blown up. Why do you think that is? Is it because people are just spending so much time during the pandemic at home? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm really thinking in the last few years, a lot of us kind of lost control of so many aspects of our lives. Um, and we dealt with so much uncertainty and loss and kind of having something to take care of and watch it grow um, really helped us mentally and psychologically. Having the, the reward of seeing a new leaf, um, kind of helping us understand loss with killing a plant or two sometimes. Um or even bringing a plant to the brink of death and reviving it, it's, it's so fulfilling. And I think people just found the, the joy of having this, these live plants indoors. 
Um, and I've seen it the last couple of years. I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. And I'm, it's a really cool thing just to see everybody have all this greenery inside their home. Now, Jessica, what's your message to people who might want to add some greenery to their home but have very little experience in caring for plants? You know, doing a little bit of research on certain types of plants, if you're more of a, you know, overwaterer or underwaterer, um, doing some research and really watching your resources, too. Um, you know, different parts of the United States and different parts of the world really is going to have different care for plants. Um, and even just going to your local conservatories, greenhouses, things like that, and keeping, you know, just looking at the plants, seeing how they grow over time. Um, I think that's my best recommendation. Are there any plants that are better or worse for Chicago's weather? Not necessarily. Uh, most of the tropical house plants that we have inside, um, you know, you can keep them indoors anywhere around the world. Um, there isn't really necessarily anything specific for Chicago land that would do better, but our interior environments tend to change from home to home. So just finding something that kind of goes along with your care technique. Well, Jessica, how did you get into, like, so into gardening? Is it because of your last name you just felt you had to get into that? Or how did you get into this? Um, I took a horticulture class at my local community college, and it kind of opened up this whole world to me. And I loved the class so much, and I realized that you could get paid to do this. This is amazing. Um, <laughs> and so I continued getting my uh, degree in horticulture, and I found Flat Hill. And working in this environment has just been so fulfilling for me, too. Now, you were mentioned earlier about, you know, sometimes people might struggle when they lose a plant or maybe kill a plant or bring. I mean, do you struggle with when 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 a plant is lost? You know, if it... uh, yeah, of course. You know, we grow this attachment to these plants that we've seen grow and losing them is, is hard. Um, and I will admit I have killed many a houseplant in my time. Um, and so I, I don't want people to get discouraged if, if a plant dies in your care. It's not always your fault. Sometimes they just don't like our, our care style. But we get really attached to them, and it's tough to see them go. Well, that's Jessica Gardner, Greenhouse Manager at Platt Hill Nursery. Jessica, thanks for coming on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.